there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We thank God for Pastor Daido for what he shared yesterday and Pastor Rose, uh, what they were able to share yesterday. So we're just moving. Hallelujah. We're just moving verse by verse. Where somebody has stopped, somebody else will, you know, pick up and and share and today i'm looking at verse 12 where the bible says says now we have received not the spirit of the world but but the spirit who is from god that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by god you remember i shared about the things that god has prepared for those who love him and so the bible here uh, is bringing another spirit that we have to deal with and that is the spirit of this world you see paul is the one who wrote this letter and paul con con contrasts the spirit of uh the spirit of the world with the spirit you know that is from god he says what we have received is not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from god so there is the spirit of the world and there is the spirit that is from God. And the reason why we have received the spirit which is from God is so that we may understand. God wants us to understand what he has given us freely. You know, there are things that Jesus has procured for us. And it's the spirit of God that helps us to understand these things. Now, when you receive the spirit of the world, you are cut off from understanding the things that are freely given unto us. And today we want to look at the spirit of the world. We want to look at this spirit of the world. What does it do? How does it look like? And I might not finish this, you know, um, in this session, uh, but we'll continue also in the evening. Hallelujah. So the spirit of the world is real. The spirit of the world is so real. You know, if you don't have the spirit which is from God operating in you, chances are very high that the spirit of the Lord, uh, the spirit of the world rather, is in operation in your life. Let me rephrase it. If, or let me say it again, if you're not, you know, operating under the spirit of God or the spirit that is from above, chances are higher that you are operating under the spirit of this world. And the spirit of this world, let me tell you, it is real. You might not see it with your naked eye. You know, you might not touch it with your hands, but that spirit is so real and it is at work in the world today. You see, the Bible says that the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So you might not see the spirit of this world, but that spirit is so real. It is there. It is so real. You see, if God was to open your eyes and give you spiritual eyes, all right, if God was to open your eyes so that you may see into the spirit, or if God was to give you, you know, spiritual in insight for you to see the spirit world, you'll be so amazed of how busy the spirit world is. It's not like the physical world. The spirit world is so busy. Oh, you have all these spirits moving to and fro demons moving to and fro and also we have angels who are at work in the spirit world i think the reason why god has you know you know limited our sight is so that we will not be worried because if you're to see the spirit world and see how demons are busy working you know 
trying to bring people down, the spirit of the world working so busy all over the world. You see, the Bible says, you know, the devil is like a roaring lion moving to and fro. If, if you can see in the spiritual world to see how busy he is, how busy the spirit of this world is, I'm telling you, you'll be surprised. And some of you can be scared. I think that is why God had to make sure we don't see what is happening you know, in the spirit world. But we know that the spirit world is real. And we know that this spirit of the world, you know, is so real. And ladies and gentlemen, when you have this understanding that the spirit world is real, you know, the spirit of God is real, the spirit of the world is real, angels are real, and demons are real as well, then we must have proper respect for the spirit world. Now, this is the thing that I want to say here, that, that the invisible world or the spirit world or the, the realm of the spirit influences the realm of the natural. The realm of the spirit, where we have all these spirits, I want you to know that they influence the natural world that we live in. That's why the devil wants to destroy as many people as possible. That's why the spirit of the world wants to really destroy as many people as possible to make sure that they don't, you know, accept Jesus and Lord and Savior of the world. Now, let's go deeper and look at this spirit of the world. The spirit of the world is an expression of Satan. The spirit of the world is an expression of Satan. Satan is called the ruler of this world, according to John chapter 12 and verse 31. And he's also called the God of this world, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And verse 4. So you can see that this spirit rules and reigns, moves and operates here on earth where we live. So we are bombarded by the spirit of the world. You know, we are, um, we are being targeted by the spirit of the world. Especially when you get saved, when you become a child of God who is born again, you become a primary target of the spirit of the world is an expression of Satan. And this spirit of the world comes through many, many forms that I want us to look at here. We, we are just going to look at one, dig deeper, and then we are going to pray. So the spirit of the world, as I said, is real, is at work. And number one, the spirit of the world, let's look at the expression of Satan here, who is the ruler of this world and the God of this world, the spirit of the world. How does the spirit of the world you know, express itself. So the spirit of the world is the spirit of deception. The spirit of the world, number one, is the spirit of deception. You know, the Bible says we, are, we have not received the spirit of the world. So the spirit of the world, Paul says we have not. Writing to the Corinthians, he told them, you have not received, we have not received the spirit of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, the spirit of the world is the spirit of deception. What is to deceive? To deceive is to make a person believe in a lie. To deceive is to delude, is to mislead, you know, someone to follow the wrong course. So when I mislead you, when I lie to you, you know, I have deceived you. It is the use of wires and enticing words to camouflage my real intention. So when the devil wants to deceive you, he will use wiles and he will use enticing words so that you don't um, suspect him, so that you don't realize that he's the one talking to you, trying to uh, deceive you so that you may be able to follow a wrong path. Ladies and gentlemen, have you realized that it is so easy 
to be deceived. I'm telling you, it's so easy to be deceived. It's so easy to be conned. It's so easy to be hoodwinked. And some of you have been in that position before where somebody deceived you, you know, somebody lied to you, or somebody, you know, uh, was able to actually con you monies or take away stuff from you. It is so easy to become a victim of lies. And I have seen a lot of people being deceived. I've seen a lot of people, you know, being lied to. I've seen a lot of people being conned. I've seen people conned a lot of monies. You've watched in the news and you've seen how people have been conned millions and even billions. It is, it is also important for you to note that we have an invisible deceiver. You know, he's the spirit of the world and he's targeting you. He's looking for you. He wants to take you out. He wants to take you down. He wants to, you know, destroy your commitment to God. He wants to make sure that you don't serve God. He's the spirit of the world. He's an invisible, insidious, you know, deceiver, targeting believers. And that's why you have to be, uh, you have to be alert for you not to be a victim of the spirit of the world. Now, Revelation chapter 12, I want you to see where the spirit of the world was before he was brought down here on earth. In, Rome, in Revelation, rather, chapter 12 and verse 9, the Bible says, So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. Look at that. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. You can see that he, he was cast from heaven and he came down here with a mission. And the mission was to deceive the whole world. He's after you. He's after me. He's after our young people. He's after our children. He's after our leaders. He's after pastors. He's after uh, every child of God. The spirit of the world has been released. He was in heaven. He is the old dragon. That's how old he is. The old devil. The old wicked devil. You know, he, he is coming through many ways. That's why you see when you even study Satan, you realize that Satan comes through many forms because he's trying to deceive as many people as he can. You will see that he came in the form of a snake and had a conversation with Eve to deceive her. The spirit of the world comes through many ways. Look, look, the Bible here calls him the great dragon. Then the serpent of old, then the devil, then Satan. So you see, he's using many names to try and hide his identity so that he may deceive you. That's why I call him the invisible deceiver. And he came to deceive the whole world. And he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. So he was able even to convince some angels, you know, to believe in his lie. And they turned against God. And so when he was cast out of heaven, he was cast out of heaven with his followers who are the angels. Now, look, he deceived angels in heaven. Can you imagine? The holiest place, the holiest place in the entire universe. Now he's here. How much more, you know, is he deceiving people here right now? He's now very busy here on earth, you know, working on believers, working on human beings to deceive them so that they may not know the truth. Now, let's look at where he started when he fell here. He started in Genesis chapter, th chapter 3. Now the serpent, from verse 1, the Bible says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field. Look, here now he's called, the, he's, he's called uh, serpent. 
He's, he's still changing his, his form. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. The woman is correcting him. God has said you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. She tells him what God had said. She reiterates God's commandments to this old dragon. She tells him the word of the Lord, the instruction that God left in the garden, which they are supposed to abide uh, the, 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 uh, abide in. Then the serpent said to the woman, after listening to what the woman said concerning the word of God, look at the serpent taking the word of God and twisting it. And the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. God said, if you touch it, you die. The serpent said, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. Are you seeing the way he took the word of God, twisted it, and packaged it very well, you know? This is, the, this is how deception works. Packaged it very well and, you know, gave back to the woman. And the woman took it. And the woman believed it. You know, she believed it as the truth. And that's how she was able to, you know, deceive uh, that's, that's how Satan was able to deceive the woman and the woman also was there with the husband and Adam also was able to be deceived and when God came to the garden of Eden you know God was not very happy with them and he had to cast them out of that garden so the serpent you know presented the word of God in a deceptive way took the word of God twisted it and presented it to Eve in a, in, in, a in a deceptive way. And when she took it, she believed it. She realized that God was actually lying and the devil was telling the truth. Oh, how sad is it? She believed in the devil more than believing in God, God who created her. You know, Adam and Eve believed in a lie instead of believing in the, in, in, in the instruction that God had given unto them. This is how deception works look ladies and gentlemen deception you know is not something that you know comes through any other avenue it comes through the word the word that you have received the word that has been given to you you know because you see the devil knows the only way i can deceive you is to use scriptures and he will twist the scriptures you know to appeal to your fallen nature he will twist the scriptures to appeal to your fleshly desires he will twist the scriptures to appeal, you know, to your carnality. That is what Satan uses. And what destroys the church today is Christians who are succumbing to deception because there is deception that is flying like wind. You see, the reason why God gave the fivefold ministry according to Ephesians chapter 4 is so that we may not be tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. So there are many doctrines being you know, uh, perpetuated left, right, and center. That's why I'm saying deception will come through the word of God. You know, every wind of doctrine by the trickery of man in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. You can see that the devil will always use God's word. Just take a scripture, twist it a little bit. 
Just take the word of God, twist it a little bit so that it may appeal to your carnality. It may appeal, you know, to your fallen nature. And when you take it, when you receive it, when you believe it, you throw away everything that God was saying through that scripture or through that word. Deception. I want you to hear this. This is very powerful. Deception will always twist the word of God. Deception will always twist the word of God to fit into your fallen or into your carnality. Let me use that word. Deception will always twist the word of God to fit into your depraved, you know, desires. Depra uh, deception will twist God's word to fit into your warped mentality or warped mind. That's how deception works. Deception will always water down God's word, twists God word, God's words, misinterpret God's word to fit, you know, uh, to fit and to feed into your carnality. So the devil will always use the word of God. He will not use a speech that was given by a politician. He will not use a quote by a famous or uh, a scientist, a famous person or a scientist, he will always use God's word. That's why you see people who are deceived, they are using scriptures. And you can see that the way they describe, you know, their, their thinking, the way they describe the new revelation they have found using the word of God, you can see that they are off. The spirit of the world has infiltrated their hearts and they're using the word of God in a wrong way. They are twisting the word of God to be able to um, to be able to um, sanitize their warped thinking. Oh my goodness! Is the word of God that the deception or the spirit of this world will use? Is the word of God that the spirit behind deception will use to be able to derail you know believers and Christians? You know, one time I remember there's somebody who told Pastor Mary and I, please talk to my wife because my wife has changed. And when we started asking him, what has happened to your wife? He said that my wife listened to somebody on YouTube, you know, and all of a sudden she changed and it is affecting, you know, our, our marriage. I mean, she's, uh, she's changed her dressing. She's changed the way, you know, she carries herself around, you know, um, she stopped, you know, grooming herself. And the guy was saying, man, it's becoming so difficult. I've tried to talk to her, you know, and I watched some of the videos that she watched on YouTube and I can see that these guys are off. You see, she listened to somebody, you know, on YouTube and that person was using the Bible and the spirit of this world gripped her. And when it gripped her, you know, she changed and now it is affecting her marriage and she does not care. You know, you see deception, when deception comes into you, you see that somebody has even stopped thinking. He, he can see that things around him or her are falling apart, but it's like that person does not care. The marriage is going down, but the person does not care. You know, his relationship with God is being destroyed, but the person does not care. Things are falling apart, but the person does not care. It is deception. It's like deception blinds you. 2 Corinthians 4, 4. The God of this world, the spirit of this world blinds them. And they cannot see that they, have, they are going on a wrong tangent. Things are falling apart. They are, they are, they are, some of them, even their health 
is falling apart, but they don't care. You can see. Mm? They are, I mean, that guy was giving us stories about his wife, and it was very, very sad. Can you imagine living with a woman who doesn't take care of herself? Living with a woman who doesn't take care of her hygiene. She's unkempt. In the name of this new revelation, and she's castigating all these things that women, you know, put on to make them look beautiful. Hey, mercy Lord. And, and that's where you have to be careful. You know, YouTube is good, but you can't just be listening to everything that is thrown at you through YouTube and all these social platforms, these TV programs. You can't just be listening to anything and you pick one thing and begins to run with it. It will blind you and you will fall yourself into deception. Before you listen to somebody and believe what he has done, why don't you travel and see how that person lives? Why don't you go and see what they have done on the ground? Why don't you go and see what they have built on the ground? Because I can paint a picture, you know, of who I am with nice cars, with a big house. But all those things, you know, it's just a mirror. I don't even own them. I can go to the showroom and take nice pictures with cars, but it doesn't mean I own those cars. I can go to a big building, you know, and take a picture with that big building and deceive you that this is my church. I can take a crowd and put into that building, you know, and put my picture there and deceive you that I'm running a huge ministry. Deception is bad. Many people encounter somebody on Facebook. You don't know them. You don't know their marital status. You don't know when they were born again. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know who is their spiritual father. You don't know their their foundation. You don't know where they are coming from. You don't know what they have built. If they have attended any training, theological training, you don't know who they have sat under. You don't know who has laid there his hands on them to commission them in the ministry and you pick this person on YouTube because he has a nice hairstyle. He went to the barber shop and he has this nice shave. You know, he has channel oh, He knows how to shape his beard. You know, he has applied some makeup on their faces and he's wearing some nice designer glasses and he's speaking nice English that is coming through his nose and you believe this person. Now you say that is my father. That is my teacher, is the one teaching me the word of God. And you start following him without knowing this guy. You have not even done a background check to know the kind of person that you are following. Many Christians are so gullible because of meeting somebody on YouTube. And you leave your pastor who has labored with you for many years, taught you the word of God, and you can tell that he's feeding you from the scriptures. You know his life. You know his background. You know where he's coming from. You know his wife. You know his family. You know his children. You know him. He is real. He is real. He has lived a consistent life of integrity right before you. And you're following one person with a revelation which he has brought on YouTube, that he's appealing to your falling nature, to your deception, to your rebellion, to your carnality, and now you call him your father. It is the spirit of this world at work in your life. And if you're not careful, you'll be lost. One day, I was sitting in my office, and one of my sons comes and tells me, you know, I've met this guy. He's teaching very deep things. I just met him on YouTube, and I think I want to follow him. And I ask him, are you sure? You're making a mistake. He said, no, 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 no. This guy is so deep. He's the is what I've been looking for. It's like all these years I've been teaching him, what I've been teaching him was not deep. 
So he said, I've met this man and I want, I want, I want to really, you know, follow him. I want to know him. And before long, you know, the guy traveled to go and see the guy. Then I saw he had taken a picture with that guy and uploaded it, uploaded it on Facebook, you know, and, and he started following that guy. He left church, you know, hallelujah. After me standing with him, supporting him, you know, and, and coming around him and shielding him from many other things. Hey. And he followed the guy now. He's releasing some revelations that he has received from that guy. I'm reading some of the statements he makes. And I'm like, oh man, this guy is lost. For a long, I was told he started the church, but the church didn't go anywhere. Only to realize the other day I was told the guy doesn't even go to church. He doesn't believe in these churches anymore. Now he's so deep that he can't go to church. What kind of deepness is that? It is deception, my friend. It is deception. And there are many people who are looking for deep things. But there is nothing There is nothing that is more deep than the word of God. What I'm sharing today is deep. And it is deep enough to change your life. It is deep enough to transform your life. It is deep enough to bless you if you can receive it. If you can catch it. If you can believe it. And you can put it into practice in your life. What I'm releasing to you today is so deep because it's from the word of God. There is nothing deeper than the word of God. If somebody claims to share something deep and it is not hinged on the scriptures, take it and throw it out of the way. There is nothing deeper than the word of God. The word of God is powerful. The Bible says the word of God is quick. The word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. If you preach the word the way it is, it will work. What people are looking for is magic. But the word of God is not magic. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is quick. If you can believe it, if you can practice it, it will bring outstanding results in your life. I want to say it again. There is nothing deeper than the word of God. The word of God is deep enough to change your life. Hallelujah. So you must determine not to be a victim of this terrible spirit. And we are going to pray against the spirit of the world. How does this spirit develop? Quickly, let me throw it to you. Number one is discontent. When you're not happy, there are many Christians who are in churches, but they are not happy. They are not satisfied. You're in this church, but you're not satisfied. You are thinking there is something out there that is better than what you're getting in your church right now. It is discontent. It begins with discontent. You feel dissatisfied. You are in church, but you're not happy. You're not satisfied. You're not settled. You're like a chicken that is about to lay eggs, running up and down, very restless. And you're thinking beyond the fence, the, grand, the grass is greener. You're thinking beyond the fence. There's something powerful there that you're missing. There's, there's a revelation, you know, somewhere there in the next church, in the next ministry, in the next man of God that you're missing out. And so you are not content. You think there is fun out there there is thrill out there there is prophecies out there there is power out there and you're not content where god has positioned you and there are many believers who are in churches but they are not satisfied with the churches they are in they are always feeling because the other church is having a program i think something that is happening there is more powerful than something that is happening here and so they are always restless and they're looking for an opportunity to go next door to go to the other church where they think the pastor is deeper the prophet is deeper. The revelation is deeper. But look where you are and God has planted you. If that pastor is teaching the word of God, stay in that place. Because deception begins when you become discontent. And this is how Adam and Eve were. They were not satisfied with what God had already provided for them. And so when Satan offered them an option, he told them, you'll be wise. He told them, your eyes will be open. God told them, if you touch it, you die. 
And so they say, okay, death and eyes being open. Death and wisdom. They say, ah, we rather choose wisdom. So they were not satisfied with what God said. You see, even if God said something that you don't like, it is good for you. Even if pastor preaches something you don't like, it is good for you. Yes, you'd rather be scared of death and remain in, in the garden of Eden than run after wisdom that is presented you to, uh, by Satan and get kicked out of Eden. I need to say that again. You'd rather remain in the garden of Eden being scared of death because that's what God said than running after wisdom presented to you by Satan and you get kicked out of the garden of Eden. Hee, this is very powerful. You, you don't think this is deep. This is very, very deep. I'm sharing with you something very deep here. So, 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 so Adam and Eve, when they were given an option to move, they were ready to move. When they were given an option, you know, by Satan, that was different from what God had already given unto them. They embraced this option. That tells you something. They were not satisfied with God's commandment. They were not satisfied with God's instruction. They were not happy being in the Garden of Eden. It's like they felt there was something that they were missing. And when they, 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 they were lied to, when they were deceived by Satan about the thing that they were really looking forward to, or the thing that they thought they didn't have in the Garden of Eden, they decided to go after it. And that's how deception works. People are not content. People are not happy. People are not satisfied. They're in church, but one leg is ready to go. They're in church, but their hearts are somewhere else. They're in church, but their mind is thinking about somewhere else. They're in church, you know, but their heart are, hearts are drawn, you know, to somewhere else. And they are always looking for an opportunity. And they're always looking for an exit strategy. That's why some of them will leave because somebody said anything that they didn't like. Some of them, they will just look for a flimsy excuse to be able to exit because they are not satisfied. I hope you're satisfied where God has planted you. I hope you're satisfied. I hope you're content where God has planted you. I hope you're content where God has planted you. As long as the word of God is preached, that is all you need. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Man shall not live on prophecies. Please get me. Man shall, Jesus said, man shall not live on prophecies and visions and dreams. I want to go there because they see visions. They interpret visions. I want to go there because they prophesy. Man shall live on the word that proceeds from the mouth of God. If the word is there, that is your place. If the word is being preached, that is your place. If the word is being taught with clarity, that is your place. If the word is being preached with clarity and you're understanding the word, that is your place. Stay. That is your garden of Aden. Stay. Hmm. My goodness. I, have, I don't have time, but I have to throw this to you quickly. Number two is when you fail to adhere to teachings. That is how deception develops. Number one, you're discontent. Number two, you don't adhere to teachings. You listen, but you don't practice them because you don't really believe in them. You, you believe on teachings that are coming from another source. You, you believe... Uh, on teachings that come through YouTube. You don't believe on the teachings that your pastor is giving you. So you don't practice those teachings. You wait for YouTube. The YouTube preacher. You people of YouTube preachers. Yeah? You wait for the YouTube preacher to preach to you and that is what you want to practice. You don't practice what your pastor is feeding you with. You don't adhere to his teachings. You don't adhere to what he's telling you. You don't adhere to the instructions that he's giving you because you're waiting for your YouTube prof prophet or your YouTube teacher, 
or your YouTube preacher to preach to you. And that is what you want to follow after. When you don't adhere to the teachings that you receive, that's just like Adam. I mean, God comes and he preaches to Adam and Eve and he tells him, tells them, this is what I want you to do. And then a YouTube preacher came to the Garden of Eden. His name was Prophet Serpent. And he started preaching to them and they believed the YouTube preacher and they despised their pastor. They are the God who created them, the God who placed them in the Garden of Eden. They despised his instruction. They despised his teachings. Oh, may God deliver you from false YouTube prophets in the name of Jesus. May God deliver you from false Facebook prophets in the name of Jesus. May God deliver you from false preachers who come to destroy you, who come, you know, to to pull you away from your garden of Eden in the name of Jesus. May God protect you from any serpentine preacher. I don't know if you have such a word. Serpentine prophets who come to disrupt your walk with God. May God deliver you from such people in the name of Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Are we going to finish this? But let's just keep moving. I have two more. And then we have hypocrisy. This is how deception de develops. We have hypocrisy. You become an expert at blending. An expert at blending. When God shows up, you know how to talk to him. All right? When Satan shows up, you also know how just to blend in and have a conversation with Satan. Look at Eve and Adam. They, 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 they had a conversation with God, but they also when Satan came, they just blended in and had a conversation with Satan as well. And you can see their hypocrisy when God challenged them and said, why have you done this? The woman said that um, it is the, actually Adam said, it is the woman that you gave to me. And the, when, the, when the woman was asked, why did you do this? She said, it is the serpent that made me eat this. So you can see their hypocrisy. They are able to blend in both sides. They're able to blend in those sides. They are with you, but they are not with you. They are in this church, but they are not in this church. They are in this ministry, but they are not in this ministry. They are able to blend in different, different forms and colors and shapes and whatever, teachings and whatever. They have a chameleon kind of spirit, changing colors all the time. When they are with the pastor, they tell the pastor, oh, pastor, I'm behind you. We are standing behind you. I enjoy your teachings. I enjoy your preaching. But in their hearts, that's not what they are saying. Because if their false prophet shows up in the YouTube, you know, they listen to that false prophet and blend in and they believe and they say amen and they send even their seeds, prophetic seeds to those false prophets. Serpentine. They believe the serpentine preacher. His deception is the spirit of this world. It's because they don't believe the instruction that God has given them in the Garden of Eden. My goodness. Eesh. This is deep. Today we are going to pray. And then lastly is the execution. This is the point of no return. Now they have to move out. You know, they move out of the Garden of Eden. What they wanted out there, they go after it. They move out of the Garden of Eden. The Bible says the woman, she looked at the tree that God had said, don't touch. She looked at it and it looked so good for food. It was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate and she also gave to her husband with her, and he also ate. They ate. They succumbed to a lie. 
because of the spirit of this world. I wish I can go deeper, but my time is up. I can't believe it. And so we have to pray. The first thing I want you to pray right now, I want you to bind this spirit, that you'll not be a victim of this spirit in the name of Jesus. Raise up your voice right now. Bind the spirit of this world. You'll not be a victim of this spirit. You'll not be a victim of this spirit in the name of Jesus. Raise up your voice wherever you are right now and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Raise your voice and pray and bind and bind and bind and bind the spirit of deception and bind the spirit of this world and bind the spirit of this world that you will not be a victim of this spirit in the name of Jesus. You will not, you will not be a victim of this spirit in the name of Jesus. You will not be a victim of this spirit in the name of Jesus. Bind it right now. Bind it right now. Bind it right now. Oh, bind it right now in the name of Jesus. Bind it right now in the name of Jesus. I bind the spirit of deception. I bind the spirit of this world that has been sent to deceive the elect, to deceive the children of God, to deceive believers, to deceive Christians, to deceive pastors. I bind this spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, I bind it, 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 I bind it in the name of Jesus. Oh, the spirit of this world that has infiltrated the church, the spirit of this world that has infiltrated the leadership team in churches, the spirit of this world that has infected some pastors and some preachers, the spirit of this world that has defiled the church of Jesus Christ and disrupted the growth and the increase of the church of Jesus Christ, the spirit of this world that has destabilized many Christians. I take authority and I bind it right now in the name of Jesus. I bind it right now. It will have no rule and reign over your life in the name of Jesus. It will not destroy you. It will not, so, uh, it will not sabotage your work with God. It will not short circuit your work with God in the name of Jesus, the spirit of this world. We bind it. Come on, raise your voice and bind that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. It will not destroy our churches. It will not destroy our ministries. It will not, it will not derail our leaders. It will not derail our pastors. It will not contaminate believers and Christians. It will not disrupt the growth and the increase of churches in the name of Jesus. Bind that spirit, the spirit of this world. Bind it right now in the name of Jesus. It will not interfere with your growth, with your growth, with your increase. It will not interfere with your commitment to God's word. It will not interfere with your spiritual growth in any way. It will not disrupt your, your growth in the faith in the name of Jesus. Bind it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I proclaim that you will not be a victim of this spirit. I proclaim that you will not be a victim of the spirit of deception in the name of Jesus. It will not get you. It will not get you. It will not get you in the name of Jesus. I pray for protection over your life. I pray for a covering over your life. It will not mess up your mind. It will not corrode. Uh, corros it will not be corrosive rather to your soul and to your spirit in the name of Jesus. It will not wipe out all the good teachings that you have received. Oh yes, in your church, in the name of Jesus, it will not throw you off balance in any way in the name of Jesus you'll be firmly planted in the truth of God's word you'll be unshakable you'll be unmovable yes in the name of Jesus 
We bind it, we bind it, we bind it, we bind it. Are you binding it? Somebody bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. Bind that spirit, the spirit of this world. Bind it right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, cast it out. We cast it out of the church. We cast it out of the church. We cast it out of the church. We cast it out of departments. We cast it out of the church right now in the name of Jesus, the spirit of this world, the spirit that comes to scatter, the spirit that comes to destroy, the spirit that comes to destroy to disrupt the growth, consistent growth of the church, the consistent growth of believers within a local church. In the name of Jesus, we destroy it. We pull down this spirit. We render it powerless right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray, oh God, my sons and daughters will not be victims of this spirit. I pray this morning that my sons and daughters will not be held captive by this spirit, the spirit of the world. In the name of Jesus, they will not be held captive by the spirit of deception. They will not follow the spirit of deception. They will not believe in the spirit of deception. They will not practice the teachings from the spirit of deception in the name of Jesus. They will, be not, they will not be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine in the name of Jesus by the craftiness of man in the name of Jesus. They will stand strong. Their feet will be planted in the truth. Their hearts will be planted in the truth. Their spirits will be anchored on the truth on the truth of God's word in the name of Jesus. Their faith will be anchored on the truth of God's word in the name of Jesus. And this spirit will not have them. I pray for you this morning that this spirit will not have you. This spirit will not have your husband. This spirit will not have your wife. This spirit will not take your children captive. This spirit will not take young people captive in the name of Jesus. This spirit will not destabilize the faith in your home. In the name of Jesus, you will overcome it. You will overcome it. You will reject it. You will fight it. You will withstand it. You, you will reject it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of you need to pray for some of your family members who are lost. Some of you need to pray for your brothers who are lost. They have become victims of this spirit. Some of you need to pray for your friends who are lost. They have become victims of this spirit. If you have your sister, pray for her right now. If you have your brother who is lost, pray for him right now. If you have somebody that you know, a friend who is lost, pray for them right now. They have been derailed. They are under, they are under the influence of the spirit of deception. Pray for their deliverance. Pray for their freedom right now in the name of Jesus. Pray that the shackles and the scales that the God of this world has put on their eyes may fall off in the name of Jesus. Pray for them right now. Pray for them right now. Pray for them right now. We bind this spirit that has infected our sisters and our brothers. We bind this spirit of deception that has derailed our friends from the truth in the name of Jesus. May the scales fall off. May the scales fall off. May the blindness be removed of their lives in the name of Jesus. May the scales in their eyes fall off this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that may you set them free. We pray that may you deliver them. We pray, oh God, that you may, may you break the chains over their lives this morning in the name of Jesus. They have been deceived. They
they have lived in deception and it is destroying their lives it is destroying their marriage it is destroying their businesses it is destroying their work with you father i pray may you deliver them this morning in the name of jesus i pray may you set them free this morning in the name of jesus i bind that spirit that has influenced their lives i bind that spirit that has derailed them from the faith i bind that spirit the spirit of deception that has taken them away from the church i bind it right now i bind it right now some of you the spirit of deception has taken you away from the church you are now a virtual christian with no good reason we bind that spirit over your life right now may you come back to church in the name of jesus we bind that spirit right now may you come back to church in the name of Jesus. We bind that spirit, the spirit of deception. We bind it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May you troop back to the house of God. May they troop back to the house of God. May they go back to the house of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness. You shall not be deceived. You shall not be deceived. You shall not be derailed from the faith. You shall not be deceived in any way. In the name of Jesus. I pray for my pastors. They will not be deceived. In the name of Jesus. I pray for my HODs. They will not be deceived. In the name of Jesus. I pray for thy self-team members. They will not be deceived. In the name of Jesus. I pray for my son and daughters they will not be deceived in the name of Jesus I pray for my young people they will not be deceived in the name of Jesus I pray for our children they will not be deceived in the name of Jesus I pray for your spouse he or she will not be deceived in the name of Jesus I pray for protection over their lives oh God protect them from the deceiver to shield them from this invisible deceiver. Oh, cover them. Oh God, that they may not succumb to the lies of this deceiver. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the deceiver will not get to their hearts. I pray that the deceiver will not get to their mind. In the name of Jesus, every loophole in their lives, I close it up. In the name of Jesus, any wound that this deceiver might use to destabilize them to disrupt their commitment oh yes to spiritual growth i pray that may it be healed in the name of jesus any door that this deceiver wants to use to infiltrate their hearts to infiltrate their minds to corrode and to corrupt their minds i pray that may the door be shut in the name of jesus any opening that he wants to use to get to them to destabilize them to pull them down to disrupt their work of faith i pray today that may that door be closed in the name of jesus any opportunity that he might use to try to get to them father i pray that may that opportunity be obliterated in the name of jesus save my children oh god save my children oh god save my children oh god protect my children oh god protect the sheep that you have placed under my care jehovah god protect believers 
protect Christians. Protect, oh God, our leaders. Protect, oh God, the pastors. Protect men and women that you have brought under my wings. I pray for a protection over their lives against the spirit of deception in the name of Jesus. He will not erode the ears of teachings that have invested in their lives in the name of Jesus. He will not contaminate the teachings I've given them over the years in the name of Jesus. He will not challenge what they have received from your word over the years in the name of Jesus. He will not water down the preaching, the teaching, the trainings that I have given unto them over the years in the name of Jesus. I pray that my labor will not be in vain. I pray that my sacrifices will not be in vain. I pray that my teachings will not be in vain. I pray that my discipleship manuals will not be in vain. In the name of Jesus, I pray that my waking up early in the morning to teach them at six o'clock in the morning and teaching them all the way until late in the evening it will not be in vain in the name of jesus i pray oh god that the teachings i give them the sermon series that i've been teaching will not be in vain in the name of jesus i bind you spirit of deception i fight you you spirit of deception i block you i reject you you will not touch them you will not steal the sheep that has been blessed under my care in the name of Jesus I come against you I come against you I command you to leave I command you to leave my children I command you to leave the church I command you to pack your belongings and go in the name of Jesus I pray that our children our spiritual children will be firmly planted in the Word of God I pray that our spiritual children yes will be stable in the faith in the name of Jesus I pray that my spiritual children oh yes will be so stable in the teachings that the spirit of deception will not take them away in the name of Jesus I pray that my spiritual children will be so planted in the church that no false teachings no serpentine spirit no serpentine prophet no serpentine preacher will be able to derail them from the church will will not be able to pull them from the church in any way in the name of Jesus they will stand strong they will be committed they will serve they will know the spirit of deception when it comes against them when it comes their way they will know that spirit and they will reject that spirit they will see the spirit from afar and they will reject that spirit in the name of Jesus they will not believe in the lies of that spirit they will not meditate on the lies of that spirit they will not oh yes receive the teachings or from that spirit in the name of Jesus when their spirit disagrees that will be the end of the story when their spirit disagrees that will be the end of listening to the serpentine voice in the name of Jesus when it is in conflict with what they have been taught with what they have been receiving father I pray that they will say no 
they will reject it in the name of Jesus. I pray for the ones you have brought in my hands that I will lose none in the name of Jesus. I will not lose them. I will not lose them. I will not lose them to false YouTube preachers. I will not lose them to false YouTube prophets in the name of Jesus. I pray that they will stand. I pray that they will stand. I pray that you will stand in the name of Jesus. This morning I'm praying for you that you'll not be a victim. You'll not be a victim of this spirit. You'll not be a victim of the spirit of the world in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning that you'll not be a victim of this spirit in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning that that spirit will not get you. That spirit will not touch you. That spirit will not bring you down in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning that you are an overcomer. I pray for you this morning that you will conquer that spirit in the name of Jesus. That devil is a liar. I speak a covering over your life. I pray that this, that this spirit will not have you. This spirit will not have your children. I pray for the pastors that have appointed. I pray that this spirit will not have you. This spirit will not, it will not destabilize you in the name of Jesus. I pray for the reverence that I have ordained. I pray that this spirit will not have you in the name of Jesus. I pray, I pray for the women in the church that this spirit will not have you. I pray for the men in church that this spirit will not have you in the name of Jesus I throw a covering over your life to shield you and to protect you from the spirit of this world I throw a covering over your life to protect you from this spirit of deception in the name of Jesus you shall know the truth you shall cling to the truth you shall live by the truth you shall flow by the truth in the name of Jesus the voice of a stranger you will not follow in the name of Jesus, the voice of this spirit, you will not follow. In the name of Jesus, the voice of deception, you will not follow. In the name of Jesus, the word of God that you have received will become a shield in your life. The teachings that you have received will protect you against this spirit. In the name of Jesus, the training you have received will protect you against this spirit. In the name of Jesus, the teachings I've done, the preachings I've done in your life will shield you against this spirit in the name of Jesus. The counsel I've given you will shield you against this spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May my voice be louder than the voice of the serpentine preacher in the name of Jesus. May my voice drown out the voices of deception that are coming up against you in the name of Jesus. May my teachings neutralize every negative teaching that is coming your way in the name of Jesus. May my preachings neutralize every negative voices coming your way in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. I bind that spirit. My goodness. Are you praying with me, somebody? I bind that spirit over your life. It will not get you. It will not bring you down. It will not destroy you. It will not confuse you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It will not contaminate your spirit. It will not corrode your soul. It will not warp your mind in any way. It will not introduce doubt in your head, in your mind, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You will be satisfied. You will be settled. Come on, raise your voice and pray that I will be settled. 
pray and, and declare that you will be settled. You will be settled in the church. You will be content in the church. You will be happy in the church. Lift your voice and just declare that, that I'm settled. I'm happy in the church. I'm settled in the church. I'm settled in the teachings that I'm receiving in the church. I'm settled. I'm happy. And I believe in the teachings that I'm receiving. Oh yes, you'll be settled. You'll not be restless. In the name of Jesus, we cast any spirit of restlessness in your life in the name of Jesus. May you be settled. May you be content. May you be settled. May you be content. And may you be devoted to the teachings that you're receiving in the name of Jesus. May you practice the teachings you're receiving in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God. You will be settled. Your roots will go deeper and deeper. You will be settled. You will stay in the church for many years. You are not moving. You are not being plucked out. You are not being pushed out. You are not being pulled out by Satan, by the spirit of deception, by the spirit of this world. You will not even backslide in the name of Jesus because you are happy in the church. You are satisfied in the church. Yes, you are blessed in the church in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Pray, pray and declare it. I'm happy. I'm settled. I'm content. I am planted. I am planted. I am planted. I am planted in the church. I am planted in the church. My family is planted in the church. My house is planted in the church. My children are planted in the church. My spouse is planted in the church. I am settled. I don't have other options. I am settled. This church is my only option. These are my only teachings that I'm going to follow. These are the teachings that I'm going to follow and I'm going to adhere to. In the name of Jesus, I am settled. I am committed. I am devoted and I am happy I am happy I release the joy to enjoy church to come upon you in the name of Jesus I release the joy to be settled in the church and to be happy in the church I release the grace to be planted and to be happy in the church in the name of Jesus hallelujah you will not look over the fence to admire what is happening somewhere else you'll be happy in the church you'll be settled in the church you'll be planted in the church you will enjoy the church you will make it your family yes I release the joy to be happy, to be settled, to be satisfied, to be excited in the church, in the name of Jesus. My goodness, I cut off every option. I cut off every diabolic option that is meant to derail you, to destroy you, to disrupt your growth, your spiritual growth. In the name of Jesus, I am happy. I am satisfied. I am settled. I am planted. I am devoted to the teachings of the church in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, because that's where your breakthrough is. As long as Adam and Eve remained in the Garden of Eden, there was provision, there was water, there was protection, the presence of God was there. Even Adam got a wife when he stayed in the Garden of Eden. You don't have to move around. You don't have to run around. You don't have to be restless. You don't even have to try and help God. Stay, be happy, be settled, be devoted to the teachings and God will look, God will look upon you and God will release a blessing. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. In fact, it is God who saw that Adam needed a wife. Where? In the garden, in the place that God had put him in. Stay there, be planted there, be connected there. Hallelujah. Now that you have found a church, put a full stop. Stay there, be planted. No more moving. No more moving. Now that you are here, I'm even speaking to COT members right now. Now that you are here, put a full stop. No more moving. Be planted. Grow. Flourish. Hallelujah. Be devoted to the teachings and reject the spirit of this world. Reject the spirit of deception who has been sent by the enemy to pluck you out of your garden out of the garden of Eden, out of your church, in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning. You shall not be moved. You shall not be moved. You shall not be moved. You will not be a victim. You will not be a victim. You will not be a victim. You will not be a victim of deception in the name of Jesus. You will love the truth. You will cling to the teachings. You will follow the teachings. You will abide by the teachings. You will be in love with the teachings. You will be settled. You will be devoted. You will be planted in the church. And nothing will be able to move you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness. I wish we can go on, but my time is up. But I want you to make a confession and say, I am happy in the church. And you mention your church. And then you say, I am planted in, you mention the church. I am settled in, you mention the church. I am devoted to the teachings of, you mention your pastor. Come on, right now, make that confession. I am happy in, you mention the church. I am settled in, you mention the church. I am devoted to the teachings of, you mention, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. I am planted, I am settled, I am happy, I am satisfied, mention in the name of Jesus. It's a declaration that you're making. Uh, yes, and as you decree it, it's being settled. In the name of Jesus, I am happy. I'm not discontent. I am happy. I am satisfied. I am settled. And I am devoted to the teachings. Come on, declare it right now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, you are happy. You are connected. You are satisfied. Hallelujah. And you will not be deceived in any way. In the name of Jesus. That old devil will not deceive you. The power of darkness will not deceive you. The spirit of this world will not deceive you. As you are making that confession, I pray that may you be settled. May you be satisfied. May you be planted. May you be devoted. May you be committed. And I pray that no spirit of deception will pluck you in the name of Jesus. No spirit of deception will pull you out of the place that God has planted you in the name of Jesus. No spirit of deception will get your house. No spirit of deception will get your husband or will get your wife in the name of Jesus. You are happy. You are happy. You are satisfied. You are settled. You are planted in the name of Jesus. And you are not looking elsewhere. You are not looking somewhere else. You know, to get something that you feel you're not getting, you are happy, you are planted, you are satisfied, you are devoted in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May that confession protect you from any form of deception in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes.
Yes, 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 yes. May that confession settle you. May that connect, co confession plant you. Yes, in the name of Jesus, you're planted. You're planted. You're planted. You're planted. Mention your church. You are planted. I know there are people who are also watching from other churches. Mention your church. You are planted. You are planted. Hallelujah. You, are, you will not be moved. You are planted. You will not be deceived. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray for those you have brought under me. I pray for them today. As Jesus prayed for the disciples, I pray for them today. That the enemy will not have them. The devil will not have them. The spirit of this world will not have them. The spirit of deception will not have them. I speak protection over their lives. They are covered. They are protected from the wiles of the enemy. In Jesus' name we pray. And we shout a big amen. Amen. Ooh, hallelujah. It's getting better. It's getting stronger. Hmm. I'm so blessed this morning. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazu Techero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.